Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. I'm your host, Ashley Walcott, and today our special guest is John Moranto. Welcome, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. That's always good to hear. Well, I love starting this off as a quick icebreaker, so tell me, two truths and a lie. What are you picking? Oh gosh, uh, two truths, I guess. I get, what, how does that work? I, I just have to say truth? <laughs> yeah, two truths, and then you tell one lie, and I okay. have to guess which one is the lie. Okay. Um, two truths. Well, let's see. Um, I was born in Sicily. Um, everybody in my family has the same amount of initials in their name, letters in their name. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a cyclist. I'm going to go with the letters in the name. That's like really on the spot. Yeah. (laughs) I was counting one day and everybody in my immediate family, like my wife and my three kids and uh-huh. I, all have 17 letters in their name. Oh, wow. That's actually really interesting. I could not say the same. We all have extremely long names, so <laughs> easy to remember. Well, let's just start off as a positive note. Tell me something that's good that's happened to you recently. You know, it's interesting. I don't like to think of things as a singular event. For mm-hmm. me, good is 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 really as long as my family is happy and healthy, then I'm good. Because the minute I put something at a singular event, there's a high and then there's a low. So right now I'm good because my wife is good, my kids are doing what they need to do, my parents are great, her parents are great and it's like I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's good. As long as everybody's good, then I'm good. So, um, you know, it's just, I know it sounds weird, but I just don't think of goodness as one event. I think of it as just sort of the happiness that I'm in right now. No, and I, and no. I don't want to mess that up. <laughs> no, that's honestly a great perspective to really look at life. I mean, yeah. there's always ups and downs in life, and to just yeah. look at it as all one good singular thing, you know? No, look, everything's not great all the time, but right, right now, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, tell me a little bit more about your backstory. So, how did you really end up here? Yeah, so um, I used to work in the IT industry. So, when I graduated college, it was the recession in 1991. I actually waited tables for six months because you just couldn't get a job. And I landed at an IT firm waiting tables. So if anybody's looking to uh, ever find a job, I recommend being a waiter, waitress, bartender, um, because you will network with so many people. Um, And then after that, I got into the IT industry, was there for 14 years. Then I started getting into real estate investing with a buddy of mine where we were buying houses and, and, and renting them. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to just make a change and actually follow my passion. I mean, real estate was, uh, you know, the IT industry was fine, but it wasn't truly what I felt a calling to. And then the further I got into real estate, I was like, no, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So um, I made the, the leap one day and my wife supported it and it was great. And you know, it was made easier by the fact that she still worked and still does work because you know you right. go from making a salary to making nothing. Um, it's nice having that little safety net there to allow you to make that change. So I've been doing it for 16 years or so. Yeah, so um, since 2006, I've been a licensed real estate agent. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I guess that first couple of years when it kind of hit that uh, that big shift, 
in 08. Was it difficult? You know, it wasn't um, because first I joined a team. I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, anybody that, that gets into this business, my best piece of advice is join a team because you're surrounded by people who will just keep you up and lift you up and train you and and you know of course your team leader will provide you leads so really you know my first year was great my second year as it started to transition mm-hmm. quite honestly it, the salary only dropped by 20k right that may yes. sound like a lot but given how the market took a nosedive mm-hmm. so dramatically take it, right, right? <laughs> and so i wasn't really used to the highs of the high you know going through the lows of the low to me was like okay um you know it kind of is what it is you just roll with it mm-hmm. um i think one of the things that makes it easier for me is a lot of people think about themselves by their income I don't define myself by my income. To me, it's just one big revenue stream or income stream until I retire. Yes. Right? Exactly. Because you're not guaranteed in this business, you're not guaranteed an income. And if you made X last year, you could make less. So for me, it was all about just, hey, can I pay my bills? Can I go on vacation? Can I save money? That's what you just kind of have to think about and that's what sort of got me through it and it only lasted for a year I mean really mm-hmm. it just it, as quickly as it went down it, it sort of came around so instead of being a you know buyer's market it was a seller's market and you know it just it just flips right so um, or I'm sorry instead of being a seller's market it was a buyer's market um, so you just you know work with whomever is ready to, to buy and sell so that's true. yeah yeah, I, love, I really love your kind of uh, go with the flow, roll with the punches kind of outlook. I really love really Yeah, well, that. it just kind of makes it easier. Yeah. Because if you're just focusing on the money all the time, then you're just not focusing on what's important. That's true. So. That's very true. So where do most of your business come from? What really sets you apart here? Um, you know, there's referrals. Um, I also do pay for marketing um, and, you know, things like advertising on Zillow and... and um, I'm going to be exploring some other options to try to um, generate some more um, lead sources. But really, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, focus more on the past client, you know, the organic growth through um, mm-hmm. just continuing to maintain relationships and referrals and things like that. But, you know, it's tough. In this business, everybody knows a realtor, right? Yeah. I mean, you probably know, you know, a million. Um, and it, it, it's tough, so you constantly just have to be maintaining your relationships. But um, for me, it's, it's just really right now just Zillow and past referrals that, that keep, me, keep me going. Hmm. Um, so That's really good. I see a lot more agents you know, hopping on that Zillow train. How has it been for you? It's been great. I mean, I know a lot of people give it um, a bad rap because you know, they're charging us for the information that we're already giving them, right? But at the end of the day, if I'm able to get in touch with a buyer or seller who needs help, then it doesn't matter to me how I get there. Um, as, and quite honestly, it's been great. I mean, the, the ROI on it's been, it's, I can justify the expense. Mm-hmm. So it, it to me it to me it's working and it's it's worked for my team so we're we're, we're there's no complaints. That's always good. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So back in '06, when mm-hmm. you were a new agent, what is something that you really valued? Um, you know, for me, when you took the real estate licensing course, mm-hmm. that taught you how to pass the test, but that really didn't teach you how to be a real estate agent. So. I joined a team. I knew I wanted the security of a team, and I was lucky enough to join a team that really, really wanted to train you and train me. So I went through role playing and contract reviews, 
And I mean, literally I would drive in the car and one of the management team in my former team uh, or my first team, they would call me going, hi, this is so-and-so. I'm looking at 123 Main Street and I had to roll with the script. So it was just constant um, learning and, and to the point where I became unconsciously competent. Good. Right. It's so, you know, you'll see people give out scripts and then you, you'll hear when somebody's talking on a script and they just sound very mechanical. Mm -hmm. So for me, by the time I wrote my first contract, it wasn't my first contract. It was actually probably my sixth or seventh because I had done them in role plays mm -hmm. and my original broker wasn't going to let me out there, you know, doing anything that could harm her name until I was fully prepared. So it was mm -hmm. a several month training process. And that really, to me, was was the best guidance I got. That was the best education because mm -hmm. you never would have known you were my first. Right. When exactly. you were my first. And they still don't know they were my first. That's how it should be. Hey. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely really good. I know uh, we're just even writing the contract portion of it. You know, being in that first realm, it's like, right. oh, geez, I don't want right. to make a mistake. Yeah. And so, you know, you have those practices come in place you really come to yeah handy. and and yeah. we we drilled down in that so that i was confident that whenever i was talking to somebody about it i knew what i was saying mm -hmm. it wasn't just guessing you know mm -hmm. so that's half the bottom yeah so over the years i know you've heard a ton of advice what are some of the best and worst advice you've received so far you know i don't think i've ever received any bad advice that's good well, and if it was that. bad advice <laughs> It was good advice mm -hmm. because I didn't take it. <laughs> um, but for me, I think the best advice I've ever heard was don't focus on the money. Because when you focus on the money, then you're not going to do right by your clients. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's face it. This industry can be fraught with a conflict of interest. The more money you spend on a house, the more money a real estate agent makes. Yeah. So when you solely focus on the money you're not necessarily doing the best for your clients mm -hmm. so for me i don't focus on the money the money will come if you give great service yeah right and you know this business unlike a lot of other businesses i mean when you think about it sometimes there's only one revenue stream or, or one, one and done like so for example if you were my client you buy a house you're done mm -hmm. right and if you think that way then you're thinking wrong. I mean, ultimately, yes, you're my client, hopefully we'll become friends, um, but we'll have whatever relationship you want, but then hopefully you'll like what I've done for you that you will then think of me when somebody else needs something uh, mm -hmm. versus where other companies, you know, you collect a paycheck whether or not you're talking to that person or not, right? The dentist or, or your insurance agent, right? You, you, every six months you go to your dentist, every year you pay your insurance. They, they don't necessarily have to maintain a relationship with you right mm -hmm. so it's it's just about um, not focusing on the financial part of it but focusing on the person and their needs and making sure you're doing right by them mm -hmm. so that they eventually will do right by you if they know somebody that's looking to buy or sell exactly exactly yeah. got to keep your eyes on the goal so tell me about some of the passions you have outside of real estate um, I am a cyclist um, I do bike a lot uh, I bike try to bike every day. Um, nice. If I can't, then I have a lot of extra energy. Um, obviously my family is my passion. And that's really the two things that, that I live for. I mean, I cycle and it's my family. Um, I don't really have a lot of other interests. Um, 
and uh, that's those are the two things that really keep me going. Mm. Yeah. So I guess would you like to say that you like to cycle outdoors, or were you more like a stationary? Well, I cycle outdoors predominantly until mm-hmm. it's really really cold or, <laughs> or wet or snowy. I used to ride a lot outside in 15 degree temperatures, but then wow. I just said, you know what, this isn't fun. Yeah. Um, and so I have my other bike set up on a trainer that allows me to project it on the screen and mm-hmm. do group rides on online through um, a cycling program called Zwift. Um, but predominantly I enjoy outside um, mm-hmm. just because of the variety. And it's not the same, but it, it, it in, indoors is not the same. It gets the job done, but mm-hmm. not as good as outside. Yeah, so. I, I agree. I enjoy running, so yeah. I definitely agree. Right. Right. <laughs> So tell me, if every new agent had to possess a daily habit that you do, what would you want them to be implementing? You know, it, it, it's, it's all about just getting smart and making sure you know what you're talking about and then regularly reaching out to your clients. Um, because as I've said before, you know, you know 50 realtors. Everybody that I work with knows 50 realtors, and you, you do have to work at maintaining relationships, right? And, and, and the relationships need to be genuine, right? It can't just be, hey, what do you have for me, right? So that's, so I don't come from a place of calling my p- clients asking for something from them. I'm genuinely calling them to, hey, how are you doing? Do you need anything? You know, call me if you have a vendor. You know, I'm constantly giving them little nuggets of information. and. Never have I really asked for, hey, okay, I gave you that, now who do you have, right? Mm -hmm. Again, if it presents itself, great, but it's all about just making sure you're being of service to others. Mm -hmm. Because just because the deal's done doesn't mean it's done. They're still going to need you because the roof's going to leak, they're going to need a new HVAC, they're going to get documents in the mail and not know what they are. So you you just always have to be a resource and they have to know that you're a resource. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I think they need to do and work on every day because it's tough because you know when you're working with a new buyer mm-hmm. you forget about the old ones yeah. you know because we're dating <laughs> while we're working together right. but then we're gonna break up right and if you <laughs> yeah. think of it as a breakup then it's gonna go that way so you can't really think of it like that um, you just have to you know hey we're now gonna be just friends right right <laughs> we're gonna go from dating to being just friends and I tell my clients I said look. We're going to spend a lot of time together and we're going to be talking a lot and then you're going to miss me once we settle because I'm not going to call you every day or email you every day or whatever. I'm here if you need me, right? But, you know, I still have to balance my family life and friends and, and you know, and, and I really do honestly mean this. I, I truly strive to be friends with all of my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for most of them, it, it's, it's worked out really, really well. Yeah. Um, and that's how I like to, you know, that's what I think people really need to 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 focus on is, is really getting to know your clients to where they like you and you like them and it's just a natural mm-hmm. it's a natural process because if it's forced it's not fun yeah it's never fun when it's forced yeah. you really have to build that connection yeah. genuinely yes so yeah i agree well tell me some of the craziest experiences while you've been working in real estate oh my gosh you know there's some that i probably wouldn't want to air um, <laughs> on um, the airwaves, but it's just you know for me the crazy experience is more of what my clients do because um, this process 
is very nerve-wracking, right? It's mm -hmm. a lot of money. It's probably the biggest expense that you're going to spend in your entire life. And they just make decisions that are counterintuitive to what I'm trying to tell them sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. I will give them the roadmap. I tell all my clients, as long as you follow the roadmap that I'm giving you, nine times out of ten, things will work. It's when they go off script that it doesn't. And then you just kind of have to sit back and listen to them yell and then tell them politely, we talked about this, right? So um, it's more of just, I'm shocked at what some really intelligent people do. Mm -hmm. um, more so than something that's, you know, look, I mean, like a crazy thing. I, I walked in on a house once where there was a police officer sleeping with his gun. <laughs> right? Oh so now, <laughs> now when I go in every house, I yell, you know, realtor, you know, don't shoot or something like that. Just to, <laughs> you know, mainly to be kind of funny, but mainly because I want to announce my presence. Right. Because I had that experience and I had made the appointment to go see the house, yet the occupant was asleep with a gun. And I didn't want that, you know, happening again. Exactly. So you gotta kind of be careful with that, but mm -hmm. um, it hasn't been too, too crazy. That's, yeah. that's always good that, to hear. That's kind of crazy yeah. enough, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is something that someone said, or did, that was a very pivotal point in your career? Um, I really think it was, well, the said part is don't focus on the money. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, as I said before, you're going to make your salary and then you're going to go to zero. And not only are you going to go to zero, but before you start making money, you actually have to spend money yeah. to get registered, licensed, and all that other stuff. So that, that best advice was focus on the people and not the money. The money will come. Um, what was the other question? The other part of that question? Someone said or did. Oh, did no, just the did part was the... The training. I mean, you know, my mentor Daryl um, at my first company just really cared about my success. Mm -hmm. So he put the time and effort to make sure that I was successful so that the team was successful. Right. But he really did genuinely care. You know, it never came from a place of malice. And trust me, these, these role-playing, they were tough. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you were done by the time the session was over and then he wouldn't let it go he would call you on the way home as I said <laughs> so you thought you were done but then you weren't so right. but he did it so that I could be successful mm -hmm. and I can't thank him enough for that that was a true gift it yeah. didn't seem like it at the time but it really was yeah, yeah. I definitely agree my mom always said you could be more prepared but you can never pull out an umbrella you don't have right exactly so yeah I agree so lastly um what do you love most about what you do here at Cummings? I just like helping people. I know it sounds stupid, but <laughs> I really do enjoy helping people because they don't really know what they're doing. So for me, I want to make sure that they are as prepared as possible so this isn't an anxious experience. I mean, because let's face it, when people reach out to a realtor for the first time, they don't know what they're going to get. Right? They don't know if they're going to find somebody who's only focused on the money. You know, there's no trust there. So I have to get them to a point where they're going to trust me. And that's only by, you know, making sure that they understand that my motives are completely sincere. So, you know, when I get a phone call from somebody 
um, through one of my lead sources and they want to go, hey, I want to go look at this house. It's like, well, wait a minute. What, you know, are, are you ready to go do that? Have you talked to a lender yet? Well, no. Well, do you even know if you can buy? Well, no. Do you, do you know what you can afford? No. Do you know what you're doing? No. So I have to stop them from getting in their own way mm-hmm. so that they are not anxious about this process because so by educating them you take the anxiety away and by taking the anxiety away you take the craziness away and you know they're not going to do they're not going to make bad decisions so one of my biggest concerns with my clients is that they're going to make the wrong decision and i know everybody says you can't get that invested but who wants to hear that a client gets buyer's remorse Mm -hmm. right or you know and you can't stop that but at least what i can do is prepare them enough so that when they are ready to make the decision, they're ready, willing, and able. They've thought about it. They know what they're doing. They're, they're confident. And it's less likely to backfire. Mm-hmm. So that's really what my goal is, is to make sure that everybody that I work with is ready, willing, and able to purchase. And when we do go out, that stress is gone. It's now just the fun stuff. Hey, we're looking at houses, right? You've already gone through the money. You already know you're pre-approved. You've set your budget. Now let's just look at the house and make sure that you're comfortable with the property that you're going to make an offer on. Right. That's it. So, I mean, that's kind of how I really distill what I do is to take away the anxiety and to prepare people so that you can do this confidently. And I'm going to tell you straight up if I think you're making a big mistake. I mean, I probably talked more people out of buying houses than most realtors because it just they weren't seeing what was actually there, mm-hmm. you know? And so you give the, I give them the information and they decide. Right. Right. Well, you that, can that's, do. that's how I, you know, so I, you know, that, that's how you have to do it. Um, but you need to do it in such a way that, um, it's caring. Mm-hmm. That they understand it. They, they understand. doesn't just blow past them. Yeah. Because so yeah. look, I mean, if I let, I mean, I, I know I'm using the term I talk them out or if I let them, I mean, sure. Great. You can go buy this house and we can be done and I'll take your commission and that's it. But, you know, I really want you to truly be happy, right? That's where it's really coming from. I mean, I guess I need money to survive, but I also love the fact that you're happy with your house. Mm-hmm. That to me is what motive, and you're happy with the process. Yeah. Right. Definitely. So that, that's what motivates me and, and kind of gets me going. Yeah, I believe it. Just the you know the confidence of you even saying it. Yeah. I definitely believe that. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much, John, for being on our show today. And I hope everyone else has a wonderful day. And remember, if you're always looking for a reliable inspection company, remember to visit us on our website at pertech-inspection.com and be sure to follow us on all social medias to learn a little bit more about our services. See you again.